It's 30 Girl Thursday. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Keisha Joe, and you are tuned in to another episode of the 30 Girl Podcast. Calling all queens. It's time we live out our dreams. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Getting financially free and we healing and hurting. It's the year to 30, girl, the year to 30. Loving me and all my queens cause we know we are worthy It's the year to 30 girl, the year to 30 Getting financially free and we healing the hurting It's the year to 30 girl, the year to 30 Loving me and my queens because we know we are worthy Hey y'all, thank you all for tuning in to another episode of the 30 Girl Podcast. It's your girl Keisha Joe, and tonight I have here with me a beautiful, beautiful soul, Dolce, Dolce Thompson from New York, the raw, the raw dosage podcast blog awesomeness. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello world. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm happy to be here. Dolce Thompson from the raw dosage.com. Yes. So talk more about your um, your podcast and your platform. I know it, you. I've been on your website, of course. Mm-hmm. I know a little bit about you, but go ahead and tell them more about what, what you are and what you do. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'm a blogger. I'm a podcaster, and I call myself a creator as well because I just love to create stuff. It doesn't matter what it is. Mm-hmm. either like artistically or not it's just like I'm always doing something always creating and it's speaking of artistically I mean I can write I can draw um like I, I used to sketch things growing up so I always had like a knack for art you know in mm-hmm. many different in many different ways so yeah I call myself an author a blogger a podcaster a creator I create all things like I said um from New York City Um, I just love doing what I do because I get to reach so many people while doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, Really focused right now on mental health, like inspiring people to just let what they have go, the anxiety, the depression, everything that they're, you know, struggling with to actually evolve into the person that they're destined to be. That's my main focus. Mm -hmm. That's my main goal when I create. That's amazing. So you. you do that on every level. I mean, Mm -hmm. you said blogger, writer, you draw, you're a podcaster. Um, What don't you do? (laughs) (laughs) What's really funny is that I used to rap. And I'm probably sure this is going to come up at some point later on. Don't say the rapper. (laughs) (laughs) So what was your your rap name really quick? (laughs) Oh, my God. It was Lucci. Oh, my God. I like that. Thank you. It was it's <laughs> funny because I have I have so many funny stories. We could be here all night. Um, the Lucci thing came from my BBM name, like back when BlackBerry was popping. You know, uh-huh. I had a BB a BlackBerry. I had the BBM app, I guess, and I just came. I was like, what am I? What's my screen name going to be on my username? I'm like, you know what, Lucci. I don't know where I came up with that from, but mm-hmm. and there's so many. Yes, and there's so many Luchis now. I like know. none of them are around when you're the original. 
Yo, I would be happy <laughs> to say that if I knew it was true. <laughs> well, that's what we're going to call it here on the Third right. Podcast. The, you're the original Lucci. So how <laughs> did you go from rapping to, because um, I, I can see where rapping and, you know, writing go hand in hand. So right. how did you go from rapping to podcasting? You know, that's a big, a big jump. It is. Um, that's pretty much majority of my life. I went from not to get too off topic, but just to kind of explain that theory there of mm-hmm. me. I think that's kind of like who I am. I was I went to school for nursing and then I end up leaving nursing to go into finance. So that's been my whole life. I just kind of dibble and dabble, I guess, into things that I think I might like. And if mm-hmm. I would like it, I kind of just move on. And with writing and rapping and podcasting when I was younger I want to say I started picking up a pen around like 13 Mm, and I started writing poetry because I was going through a lot as a child and I just needed an outlet like I needed to escape what was going on in my home and grow Mm -hmm. up in the greatest home so I needed some kind of way to release what I was going through and then you know picking up the pen writing my thoughts down that turned into amazing poetry I used to have composition books filled with writing wow do you still have those did you No, I wish I really wish I did like I find old things but Mm -hmm. just not dated back since I was 13 I may find something from like 1920 but yeah I really wish I could have found like my first piece of poetry or you know it would have been it would have been cool yeah that would be dope but the craft yeah the craft never goes away absolutely absolutely no matter how long you stop it's always going to be there just until you give birth to it again it's my thing yes I love that and another thing I like that how you said you went from doing one thing and if you if you like something you go about you do it not you go about doing it you do it and that is so hard you make it sound so easy I mean I'm I feel like I'm the same way don't get me wrong I've stopped myself um in my own tracks on many occasions and you know, took a step back or quit sometimes, but I feel like I I have that go getter spirit in myself too. So, what keeps you going? Like, what what motivates you? What's your drive outside of you being, you know, wanting to be the best creator? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, I just I grew up with a different life. I didn't really, I didn't, I wasn't privileged. I didn't have certain resources available to me. I was kind of that kid that grew up that wasn't allowed to go outside and Mm -hmm. couldn't really have friends and no one came to my house. People were scared to call my house. Really? Yeah. So I didn't have a lot growing up. And when you don't have a lot of, whether it's a lot of food, Mm -hmm. a lot of clothes, a lot of whatever, when you get older, you think like, wow, I didn't have that when I grew up. So now I'm going to get it for myself. Right. Or I want abundance of what I didn't have. Now I want, you know, now you see people like rappers or people in the entertainment industry and have, they, they rap about not having it. My right. brother used to cry. I didn't have this. I used to sell blah, blah, blah. And when they become famous, they drip themselves in ice because, and it's overly excessive because they couldn't get it before. So I, I, I relate to that, even though when I get to that point, you know, I'm not going to drip myself in overly excessive jewelry, right? right. I'm going to I'm gonna be at a minimum with it, but I, I get the concept of not having and right. putting yourself in that position. When you get it, you take you take everything and then and even more. So I feel like that's my mindset growing up. Like it was like, I didn't have this. I want this now. And I want an abundance of everything Every, I can everything. get. So yes. that, that's what kind of like motivates me to 
create and keep doing, you know, I've been running the road dosage for two, it made two years in October. And I remember the exact date. Yes, it's the 17th. Mm-hmm. October 17th. Yes. I made two years for the road dosage and I can't believe it. So yes, congratulations. That's thank big. you. That's major. Thank you so much. Yes. Especially like I said, because in a world where you said is mental health right now, I feel like is you know, being talked about a lot more than it's ever been, um, mm-hmm. definitely in the Black community. And for women, we feel like some of us have that spirit to, you know, want to go get it. But a lot a lot of us feel like held back or, you know, scared to take that leap of faith or to do things. So to carry out, you know, your dreams for two years. I'm just now reaching a, a year, two years in my credit business, but coming up on my one-year podcast business. And girl, it's been a struggle, so... <laughs> how other outside of your um you know your drive to wanting wanting to be the best mm-hmm. what is your ultimate goal and what are your plans on getting there yeah well my goals for the world dosage you know I have the blog I have the podcast I have two unpublished books that I'm working on the goal for everything associated with my name and mm-hmm. the world dosage is to just get a message out there and it's to keep going because if I would have grew up, you know, in a privileged home, then maybe I, maybe the raw dosage wouldn't exist. Right. Maybe I wouldn't be fighting so hard for mental health because I don't, I've never experienced anxiety, depression, PTSD, mm-hmm. and there wouldn't really be a market for me, you know, but I say that to say that what I've gone through put me in a position to get that message out there, which is keep going. Because when you're in like really hard times, it's like, your back is up against the wall yeah. and you don't have anyone to count on. Those times make you feel like I don't even want to do this anymore. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? How am I going to get out of this? I can't even see myself getting out of this. I'm just going to give up. And then you don't progress to the next level because you think about giving up and you put too much energy there. And then, you know, you end up either delaying your, your vision or mm-hmm. it ends up not happening because you just simply feel so stuck and I think that's important to let people know you know to just keep going keep progressing keep keep on dreaming you know I, ha- I used to have um uh, my screensaver as daydream and I don't know if you heard of um can't don't do not let me forget this on national television <laughs> <laughs> wait right <laughs> wait okay her name is um we're not there yet but that's where we're headed baby <laughs> right right okay let me not forget this um, I don't know her name right uh-huh. now, but um, oh, Sheila Marie. Okay, she okay. has a meditation mixtape. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's fire. It's amazing. Every black person, every black woman, mm-hmm. definitely should be listening to that. It's kind of Sheila like, Marie. Yeah, Sheila Marie. Okay. Um, and she has a meditation mixtape that she dropped maybe like two years ago. And my mentor put me on to it and it really helped me, you know, meditate. Even though I knew how to meditate, mm-hmm. it was just something about her voice, her message that put everything together. It's like it all intertwined so perfectly. Mm-hmm. And um, the things that she talk about there 
are are just phenomenal. It takes you to the next level. And that's what I think is really important. It's not about the music. It's not about the TV. It's not about any of the external things we think about. Yes. It's the internal things because that's what's going to help you evolve. If you don't evolve, then you're going to be unfortunately in the same position you are. Absolutely. And that's really not my goal. My goal is to elevate on all levels possible. And starting with the meditation mixtape to get yourself centered is really is important. So my my overall goal for the word dose is just to recap is just to tell people to keep on going. Yes, I love that. And I'm going to check out Sheila Marie. Yes. <laughs> yes, we definitely plugged her in. A- absolutely. <laughs> tonight, okay. The meditation mixtape. So I'm going to check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, meditating is something that I've, it's so funny. I remember calling my daughter out of her room and I'm like come on let's we're gonna meditate and she looked at me like are you crazy like (laughs) and it's so crazy because for most kids like it's the norm for her and I it was like something completely different than what we were doing but we did I went on YouTube and I found a a video and we sat there we meditated we laughed for like the first five minutes I'm not gonna (laughs) lie but it was it was refreshing so I'm definitely gonna check that out Mm-hmm. And my favorite from her is um the track that's she, all the tracks it's like probably it's, it's like a mixtape literally like a mixtape so it's probably like eight or ten tracks okay but my my favorite is um your twin self I don't know what it's cat I'll, I'll tell you there after this podcast but okay it's it's basically about your twin self so when you're meditating you're actually almost daydreaming and I said the daydreaming thing a little while ago because when you daydream you know it's a reminder to me that it's okay to be in your thoughts it's okay to reflect Mm -hmm. and just not be tapped into the matrix sometimes you know it's okay to unplug and when I listened to her it kind of confirmed to me that daydreaming was okay and she said you know sometimes in school as kids when you're when the teacher's you know, catch you daydreaming. It's like, hey, stop that daydream and get back to work. But hey, this is the work, right? right. This is me working because right. I'm formulating genius shit in my head. All right. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I'm getting creative. I'm tapping into my twin self. And the twin self kind of, when she's talked about it, it made me want to take that further. And when I actually meditated on it the first time, I actually was like, envisioning myself in mm-hmm. the mansion with the millions I, I was I was down to the specifics of what I was yes. wearing what my yes. man looked like and I'm man I'm starting to like work on manifesting all of that all it of is, that it's amazing and what's so crazy is it happens in front of you and you Absolutely. live you live in it and it's real mm-hmm. and yes I love it so anyone listening right now definitely I'm gonna check this out because mm-hmm. I need to you know tap in deeper you know <laughs> To my twin self. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's funny because before I even found her mixtape, before I knew the labels to like example twin self, soulmate, soul ties, um, spiritual awakening, all mm-hmm. these things intertwined with the spiritual journey, I was already on my spiritual journey. I was already doing these things. I just didn't know the terms for them. And when I found right. them, it was like an aha moment. Yeah. It's it was crazy. almost like picking up guides along the way you learn Mm -hmm. you learn a little bit more the deeper you get into you know your spirituality and learning more about yourself and going back to what you said like it's like your circumstances doesn't change um your surroundings may not change but it's all about mindset 
Mm-hmm. So your world could be crumbling, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But if your your way of thinking and the way that, you know, how your, you know, your perspective on things is right. different from 10 years ago, five years ago, even a month ago, that's what's going to take you to the next level. So I get what you're saying. Right, because if you yeah. think about my life and where I started, I didn't, I wasn't given anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I ran away at eighteen. At nineteen, I was in my very first apartment, paying eight hundred dollars a month for rent. I had a little tiny, tiny one bedroom. It was basically a studio, but mm-hmm. it was labeled a one bedroom because it had a door, so it was a one bedroom. And I was paying. I remember when I sat down at my foldable car table. That was my dinner table. Mm-hmm. And I got open the, the electric bill, like my first electric bill. I was happy, but I was tight because I'm like, yo, I got to pay 150 Yes, right. <laughs> and, By yourself. <laughs> right. I got all my first bills. And I was like, well, I got bills in the mail. Like, yes. you know, who says that? But when you have your first of anything, it's kind of like, ooh, like you feel important. And um, growing up, like I said, not really having what I wanted to have and how I wanted it to go, like you said about the circumstances, it, it doesn't matter. I'm, I'm, I'm in a luxury building with a concierge. You know, I mm-hmm. had the opportunity to make six figures. I, had, I have a cute dog. You know, I just have what I dreamt of in those moments that I didn't have anything. So your circumstances really don't have anything to do with it. And you can't continue to use that as, a, as an excuse. Exactly. You have to level you have up. have to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Level up, as Sierra was saying. Exactly. <laughs> level up. You have to. You can't be victim of your circumstance yeah. and live in that mindset of, oh, this is how shit is, or this is how men are. You can't settle, even for men, like in all aspects of life, finance, your education, because no one in your family went to college, or you feel like you can't do it because no one else has done it. And so many people don't do it because of that. And that's so crazy mm-hmm. because the, it's normal. Like, oh, shit, no one people ever made it out of here. It. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you'll never, it'll never happen for you. So people are afraid to take that risk. I agree. And with the raw dosage, I want to break that, those mm-hmm. chains. My uncle always told me growing up because, unfortunately, I grew up in a toxic household, toxic people all around me. And it's mm-hmm. really amazing at how I transformed to be with people. Like, people thought, obviously, when you grow up in a crack home, like, I didn't grow up in a crack home, but let's yeah. just say you did. Let's just say you grew up in an alcoholic home or what, mm-hmm. whatever kind of toxic household you came from and then you know obviously people will think you're probably gonna grow up like that too because you right. were born in it but when I grew up in that environment and I became who I was it was like a shock it was like wow like I can't believe she's this I, I, I can't believe she has her a wow she has a blog a podcast because yeah. I didn't let none of that define who I was in the back of my head you know I knew that when I first got my crib at 19 when I was 16, I was on the toilet crying my eyes out like, nah, this is not the life I want. I can't keep doing this. I ain't going to kill myself, you mm-hmm. know, because I want to live. I want to live life. 
And I knew that I wanted a brand new apartment with like nice cabinets. I envisioned every detail. I even envisioned me in my new brand new car. I couldn't drive and have no license. But right. I envisioned me pulling up in my old hood at the stop sign, passing a chicken spot. And I'm like, I'm going to be right here saying hi to these people. My car window's going to be like this. And when I got 19, I got the car and I was And did just spot. that. Okay. Yes. Waving out the window with, exactly. the, with the music up. Exactly. <laughs> Girl, exactly. Okay. Done. Everything Done I finished. wanted in my yes. life, I manifested. And no yes. one can say that 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 idea, that theory of believing, saying, speaking is not true because it is. It is. Power of the tongue is Girl, so, so, so real. And um, I just got back from a very much needed getaway with my man or okay. whatever. Mm-hmm. But we were talking and even like, the simplest thing I can't even remember what we were doing but like we were talking about something and it happened mm-hmm. or like we got a text or something but it's just the when you're so in when you're in tune with like your life and how things work for you it's it really is like clockwork like Girl. how you can speak things into it's existence. So crazy. it's so crazy and it could be the small it could be over a stick of gum like I'm just saying it could be over anything mm-hmm. but when you're in tune um with you know yourself and what's going on around you and just everything whether it doesn't matter how big or small yeah right I just I can't explain it it doesn't matter how big or small it doesn't matter the amount of money you want they say in the book the secret which I'm almost finished reading that you know you can manifest the amount of time it takes to manifest one dollar to one million is the same it doesn't matter the amount it doesn't matter the time it, it's all everything's all connected so if you wake up and you keep saying to yourself i'm going to be a millionaire i'm going to be a millionaire then you will be that but if you say oh my god i'm so broke i can't yes. take this then you're not really manifesting what it is that you want yes. those rappers that can't rap and the girls that are out there making those that money doing what they do that's so crazy to everybody but they can't believe it and they're doing it yeah it's like because how are they, they gonna... wanted that they yeah. wanted that they wanted it so bad they got it it don't matter you're a good or a bad person yep. it matters what you tell the universe yep and they're willing to do anything anything to get at it absolutely and they got it and we can't right. be mad at them right it's frustrating but you know they they wanted the bag and they chased it and they got it that's what what's, that's what happens when you chase the bag facts i love that that's what happens when you chase the bag you know exactly what? that's that's <laughs> the type of stuff and everyone listening that's the type of stuff that dolce talks about on um her blog the raw dosage real real stuff facts about I mean you talk about I saw a blog about finance relationships mm-hmm. I did see a why he won't cuff you I read that <laughs> I, <laughs> I did check out the comments <laughs> was it relatable I'm curious um did you think like the because I, I know I did like part like one through ten as far as a bullet point of the list of things did you find yes, those ten I have. things relatable yeah okay. I have yes definitely <laughs> definitely absolutely oh, I, I'm probably more than ten <laughs> it's yeah. funny because when I wrote I'm like nah this this is gonna be an okay blog I might not even be right about these few things but when I read it because I almost wrote that a year ago if not mm-hmm. more I'm like really well, this was spot on yeah I wrote that a while ago that was that's an old blog <laughs> That's super dope. And see, that's what I love. I love how women can come on here and talk about 
how real it is like and that's what my platform is I feel like us real women who are doing things out here we don't get the recognition that we need and we don't often a lot of times I don't I mean I'm sure everyone can see that I'm really not the face of like my podcast or platform you really don't see me posting pictures of myself and not not saying that it's a bad thing or I'm not into it that is something that I do plan on going into getting into in 2020 but um, you know, I feel like we fo- we all follow the same social media girls that mm-hmm. are that are big. We all follow. I I don't want to mention names, but you know, right. I feel like there's the same girls that we saw their stories and they've made it. When there's, I know so many aw- amazing women out here. So I just yes, I love how everyone can come on here and be their raw, authentic selves. I say to people out there that, you know, even though we see them, we probably see a lot of them, even if you happen to not follow them, you see them so often because maybe other people like retweet them or like um, repost them on Instagram, but we're not going to get away from seeing them. They're there. Mm -hmm. You just have to focus and stay in your own lane. Absolutely. You know, you're not going to get to what you want to get to if you focus on everybody else and their success. You just right. have to focus on you and stay in your lane. If you want to be popular and make money while doing it, because I don't say just go out there and be popular, make money too. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Do both if you yeah. have to. And it's nothing exactly. wrong with that. There's no. nothing wrong with that. I just feel like there's levels to comparison. And we, we live in a, a world where we are, I mean, hate to say it, that a lot of people are comparing themselves mm-hmm. to other. I don't have time. Me neither. I don't. I don't care one way I'm or the other. I'm too to write about my own self. Yes, <laughs> and you know what's so crazy is I could get one like, I could get ten likes, I could get zero likes, mm-hmm. and that doesn't bother me. Still gonna the be listens, doing it, right? Like, I people have excelled far past me that started after me. Like, I don't pay attention to the numbers. I post my stuff. I get offline, and I think people get so caught up into. Um, trying to keep up, you know, staying in the know and staying relevant so much that they get lost in, you know, being a creator, exactly what you are. Like you get Mm -hmm. lost, they get lost in, um, I'm saying they, because I do business consulting. So (laughs) I know people come to me and like, Hey, this is my problem. And this is such and such as, um, having more sales than me and I started as this this is I'm you know at this point in time I'm stuttering mm-hmm. it's been a long day <laughs> <laughs> but yeah back to what you were saying um staying in your own lane and that's just it yeah I, I wrote I want to say oh, okay this is the pride from a podcast I created a quote for it and threw it on Instagram. I recently took it down because it wasn't like the graphic I was going for now that I'm kind of like redoing my Instagram theme. Um, mm-hmm. But the the quotation that I spoke for my podcast that I guess a lot of people related to, which is why I even put it on Instagram in the first place was, I don't, I don't chase the bag, I chase healing. And mm-hmm. it's because when you chase the bag, you're not chasing what's important. Even though we're talking about making money, being famous and the famous people out there and how they got money, everybody's story is different. And for me, it's not about money to me. Who doesn't want money? 
for me, it's about healing and getting my mind right, getting my spirit right, just healing from my past traumas, the abuse and things that kind of, you know, was supposed to dim my light and break me. So I feel like if I focus on what we're speaking about, the spiritual healing, spiritual awakening, taking care of yourself, practicing self-care, which is where my podcast is headed more. I talk about all things, right? But like you mentioned, relationships, why you don't cuff you, why black men don't want black women, um, you know. Are you the damaged? I did see another one like, are you the damaged? Not damaged. um, What was it? I can't think of it, but it was like, are you the damaged, damaged person in the relationship? Oh, like, I think or maybe like, like are, you, are you toxic? Maybe? Yes. Okay. Are you the toxic? Yes. Are you the toxic person okay. in the relationship? Yeah. Um, so what's your question? I'm sorry. What was your question? To <laughs> no, you were talking about um, your different, your different episodes. Right. Your different blogs. Yeah. So I have, I have, you know, you're toxic because people like to point fingers a lot. And, you know, what's funny is that at 20, not to be 28, at almost 28, you, you know, I'm peaking 30. So a lot changes when you get to a certain age. And there might be people that's 18 listening to this, 19, 20, 21, who knows where you are on your journey. Everyone, again, is different, but who knows at what point you'll get it. And it's important to make sure you get it because if you don't, you're going to keep running around in circles. You're not going to heal those wounds. So I feel like for me, you know, it was very pivotal for me to understand that I was the toxic person. I was the one stirring the pot and I was the one screaming, getting angry and doing these Mm -hmm. things that could have triggered someone else. So um, understanding like what role you play in a relationship or friendship is really important. Yeah. That's why I wrote holding that. yourself accountable. Absolutely, I'm all about accountability. I'm all about communication. Before, when I was young, younger, I used to break nails, punch walls, throw mm-hmm. stuff. I I damaged my 50 inch TV. Like I used to be really bad with break your own stuff, girl. Up. Yeah, I didn't yeah. care. Yeah. I'm yeah. trying to get a point across. <laughs> yeah, I did it too. Now it's one who has the time, but like you said, it's it's a inside out growth right it has nothing to do with age it has nothing to do with um what has everything to do with experience mm-hmm. absolutely it does and back to, going back to what you were saying um like regardless of what it looks like or what it is mm-hmm. like you're happy in your bubble i love like my you're bubble. happy with yes you're <laughs> happy yeah it's like and i think that's the main thing i think as long as everyone gets in the mind frame of being happy in their bubble, then we'll, we're all in there. Then that's the lane. Mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You being in your own space and living your life on your own terms is you being in your lane. Absolutely. Your own lane is your comfortability. It's where, you know, you have peace, you have an abundance of love, um, self-love, finance. You like you have everything there in your lane. You step outside your lane. You start worried about the car going, the person, the car going faster than you, or who's behind you in your rearview mirror. That's how people crash. People don't crash because they're focused on the road. They crash because they're, you know, looking at something else. They're maybe under right. the influence. It's because you're distracted. Is the point? So right. I just say stay focused. Now that, that was and kind of still is something um 
you know, trying to, you know, you're never going to perfect anything. Right. It's, but everyone's it's, a work in yeah, progress. It's a work in progress. I have a problem and an issue with getting up. I don't work anymore. I, I quit my job. That's a different podcast, probably. Okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. Full-time entrepreneur. Yes. I did too, yes. girl. So I jumped okay. the I, I joined the bandwagon. <laughs> yes. Like, this is 2020, honey. You could do yes. whatever you want to do. And it has its trials and tribulations, mm-hmm. blessings and shortcomings and more blessings and more blessings. But like like you said, that's a whole different podcast. Mm-hmm. I did talk about it on other episodes mm-hmm. of my podcast. But yes, it's a beautiful life. I I can't I have no complaints. I can't deny. <laughs> yeah, I can't I can't even lie. I'm just waiting for <laughs> that takeoff part. Yes. You know, that's really yes. It. And it's gonna come, and it's and it's so crazy because I'm there mm-hmm. mentally, right? Spiritually, you can't tell I'm me there. I'm there. Yes, <laughs> and I'm like, it's so crazy that I'm lit. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've said this over and over and over again on my podcast, and it's like I'm so lit, like on the front, but in right. the back, it's burning back there. Like <laughs> shit is on fire. Like oh. it's crazy, but. I'm happy you know what I'm saying like everything is so good and I think and that's where the mindset comes in that's where the meditation comes in that's where the manifesting comes in the affirming over your life and speaking speaking you know positive things over your life and having that I'm gonna I'm going here and I'm getting this and this is how it's going to be and this is how my life's having that you know vision for your life is what you know makes makes you happy and whatever it looks like for whoever is listening whatever that looks like for you just do it and live in it it's one thing to dream in it but you have to like live out your dreams don't 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 daydream too much Mm, right do not (laughs) live them out too much yeah live them out you have to live those dreams out my aunt used to say to me, well, she said, she didn't used to say, she said it one time to me. She said it one time in the kitchen and she was like, you know, you're the boss of your own life. She's like, you could, mm-hmm. you could, you know, fire people, hire people, do overtime. Like you are the boss of your own life. You may have been given birth by someone else, but now it's your time to create your own circumstances we used to grow up and couldn't eat this at a certain time couldn't go out after dark couldn't whatever you have restrictions as a kid you're not a kid anymore Mm -hmm. you have to set your own circumstances how you exactly to the t want them to be that's why that podcast um not the podcast sorry the meditation mixtape about Mm -hmm. which oneself is so important about this conversation right now because she tells you you don't have any limits in this in this meditation you better go ahead and dream okay dream on if you saying that all right i'm visioning myself in a um mansion it has three floors it has glass everywhere and i have Mm -hmm. a little puppy he's brown then that's you go ahead and vision that don't say nah that's not possible right that won't happen maybe instead of an apartment i'll be in a townhouse no 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 no. don't sell yourself short you know Mm -hmm. yes Mm -mm. yes girl preach (laughs) (laughs) i'm saying i'm listening i'm coming you know like i'm just I think it's all about the mindset. Everybody I meet, everybody I talk to is like, you know, like you're, you're going to do, they don't know what I'm going to do, but they know I'm going to do something great, something good. 
And I just think it's all about my mentality. You know, I have anxiety. It's horrible. I'm working on it. I'm not going to say it's horrible. I'm contradicting myself, right? No, my anxiety. I don't even have anxiety. Let's say that's confirmed on the line. I don't have anxiety. (laughs) And it's so crazy. It's so crazy that you said that because Mm -hmm. um, I was just on the phone with one of my friends. And I was like, girl, I've been so anxious all day. And I don't Mm -hmm. think I've said that all day or even to myself Mm -hmm. out loud, like to say like, girl, you anxious as fuck. Like, chill out. but it because I know what my triggers are you know and I know my body now it's like I know I know I'm just getting back in town I have 105 things to do so I've been I've been anxious all day so that's crazy that you said that because I'm like no you're not anxious you tripping right you're just tripping. you gotta keep telling yourself that <laughs> yeah the day is almost over you're winding down that's all exactly. you're good you're good exactly <laughs> it was a struggle it was a, such a struggle for me overcoming it it used to be to a point with the anxiety just to touch on that where Mm -hmm. I would not leave my house for two weeks wow I was working from home so I was still making money but I would be out of groceries I would have garbage piled up I'd have clothes like it was severe okay if you have anxiety, you probably know what I'm talking about. If you don't, then you're probably like, this girl's nasty. <laughs> right. But when you have it, but, you know. Yep. And what you're saying is true. Mm-hmm. They're not going to say that you're nasty because I know it's sad that I say this, but I know women who, you know, will go some days. You know, us right. women will get lazy and be like, I'm not touching the laundry over there I watched mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. It's going to sit there. Like, that's anxiety. That stress like that you need (laughs) yes that's depression like Mm. pick up on those triggers start Mm -hmm. like learn yourself know that when you don't you're not cooking and you're not getting up on time like you used to or you know you're not keeping your your house up or women we're going to keep ourselves up but you're not keeping or even yourself a lot of times you may go weeks without doing your hair or you know anything like know that that is or maybe a problem not a problem but something that you can control control and yeah (laughs) you can control yeah something that you can control and you need to get ahead of like Mm -hmm. as soon as possible I think for me with 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 battling that it taught me so many things and I want to say I um yeah I Look, I got so many blogs. I can't even tell you if I wrote a blog about it. I want to say mm-hmm. I did. I, I have like 40 or 50 blogs. But um, I wrote something about it where I was saying it's like basically turn. I did write a blog about it. Um, turn your pain. Turning your pain into your passion or something along those lines where it's taking mm-hmm. what you've absorbed, what you went through over the years and internalizing that into something that you can utilize to help you. And I battled the anxiety hardcore. Like I said, I wasn't going outside. Walmart mm-hmm. was walking distance. Okay. I could have walked. I had a car. I could have walked. That's how close it was. But I was not, I was not going outside the house. Um, when, it, when, when I was starvation, when it was time to starve, and I'm like, all right, the cabinets are bare, fridge bag, gotta go. I, I, uh-huh. I went, and I was frightened, scared to death. People would say hi. I'm like, oh my God, they said hi. Whoop, what do I do? <laughs> you know, sweating, <laughs> trembling, can't think, holding off the lungs. I got to get my car. I'm shaking too hard. From all of those feelings, emotions to, let's see, that was 2016. 
that was the end of 2015, the whole 2016. After 2016, I went ahead and moved out to VA, um, lived there for like a little over a year. I had really bad anxiety, kind of like the same thing, but a little bit better. I was able to socialize, still had troubles yeah. with going outside. Now, fast forward to 2018, I jumpstart my career in New York City. Around 400 people in the office every day. Right. How, how, how did I do that? You know? And you're talking on a podcast. Right. And you have a blog where you have people, you know, listening and subscribing and looking forward to what you have to say. Right. Who are commenting and wanting your responses. Mm-hmm. And how did you open yourself up to all of that? Like, how did you get past that? I, to be honest with you, I felt so grounded in in blogging. Like, I felt like I was my home. When everything was all said and done for the day, I could go on my blog. (laughs) And I could, it was almost like the equivalent of coming home, taking off your bra, and sitting on the couch, and just, not topless probably, but yeah, just just sitting there relaxing after a long day. You got your wine, you're chilling, mate. You know, that was the equivalent for me of going on my site after a long day. Right. It was like, ah, the raw dosage. Let me see what I was doing today. Yeah, like I'm like I'm the reader, and you know I'm reading my site for the first time, or I'm maybe creating a blog, giving the people something to read, and it all came from every article for the most part came from pain, from trauma. Mm-hmm. I didn't write that when I was in high spirits. Maybe sometimes, you know, every day is not a sad day, but I think you get the point. You know, yeah, it's like where it all deprived from. I think that's what kept me going. It's like I have, I have something. If I don't have anything, if I don't got this relationship, if I don't got this job, if I don't right. got this food in the fridge, I got my blog. I could lock in and I could feel good about people commenting, sharing, liking my content. Yes. Liking you. Yes, yes, yes. I tell, I say this all the time. It's not your product. It's not your service. It's not anything that you have for sale, anything that you can offer anyone else. It's going to be you that people buy into. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the person, your personality. If, if like you, mm-hmm. if we like you, that's <laughs> really what, <laughs> that's really what it all about. It re- really what it's all about. It's, if we like you or not. We live in a different world now. So yeah excuse me, that everything is digital. If, if, if you only have the internet to showcase who you are, what you're about, what you do, you better be damn good at it. And if you ain't damn good at it, your personality better be A1 because Absolutely. there's people that's doing trash work, okay? And that's, that's just the reality of it. People out there are not doing such good work. That, that could be painting, that could be writing, that could be their blog. This, everybody's not good at everything. Let's be real. Right. Everybody's not good at what they do. So if they're, you're not good at what you do, you happen to fall into that percentile, you might be really cute, really handsome, or you might be mm-hmm. really funny. Like, I feel like there's people I look at like, oh, she's mad pretty. She's attractive to look at. And what the hell? What the <laughs> you know, right. you don't really go. But when you when other people look at it, it you, at the end of the day, you're not promoting what you wanted but people are still following you they're still engaging because you are attractive in some way shape or right form. right i say personality sells <laughs> it does it absolutely it absolutely does and you have to be likable right. first relatable yeah and relatable mm-hmm. and sometimes you would think that would be first but right 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 <laughs> people want to like what they see first you know a and it, I love, I love, love, love that we're in such a techie world where everyone's 
you know, doing their thing business, business wise. People, people do have websites and they have their, their emails and their bio and, you know, they're selling products. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. I, I love feel like it. most of us wouldn't even be where we are now if it wasn't for social media. No. I hate and social I media, but I'm so thankful. I love, <laughs> you know what? I love social media for what it is. For right. Me. For what it can do. Yes. For what it does for me. I get on there. I talk to, like, I'm on my 30 goal page way more than I'm on my personal page Me now. too. I'm about to delete that. Yes. Page. I don't even post pictures over there anymore. It's like my daughter's older, older now. She's like, mom, don't take no pictures of me. I'm good. Mm-hmm. So I'm over that. Take mm-hmm. a picture right. of my kid every day. Take a picture of myself every day. Like. I'm I'm a businesswoman, so mm-hmm. it's yeah it's different. So I love social media for what it does for me. It does the job, and it is in a great avenue if you're in business or in whatever whatever your field is. You definitely should use social media to its advantage while we still have it and it's doing what it's doing. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. So before we get off of here, go ahead and let us know what to expect here in the near future from the raw dosage and where we could, you know, where everyone can follow you, subscribe, listen, go read your blogs. Yes. So you guys can find me at the raw dosage.com. It's pretty simple um, website. The raw dosage exactly is how you would spell it.com. I'm actually coming through with a relaunch really soon. So um, before, you know, I didn't really have as much time as I wanted to, you know, pump content and keep everything fresh and updated. The last blog I wrote was probably two months ago. Um, and I want to say that was 67 days, no sex. I was all about celibacy, why I did it. That was my last post mm-hmm. in that. It was probably three months ago. But the point is that I haven't really been keeping up right. with content. And the relaunch, the purpose of it is to just basically overfill you guys with content. You know, like just have a whole bunch of new stuff that you can't even stop looking Right, you're at there every like, day. What's this? Mm-hmm. What's that? Exactly. But trust I'm me, having... trust me, there's plenty of content on there mm-hmm. now for you to go catch up on. <laughs> even though Absolutely. you haven't been on there so in a much. while. I haven't even gotten through it all. So, yes, uh-huh. I think you are amazing at what you do. You're beautiful, by the way. Thank you. Everyone listening, as you can see in her in her picture, she is gorgeous. Thank you so yes. much. Congratulations <laughs> on everything. Thanks. And you guys can find me on my Instagram at this the same. It's the raw dosage. Pretty much on Facebook. My Facebook page is the raw dosage. Um, like I said, I'm doing the relaunch that's coming eleven twenty. So stick around for that. I'm gonna be dropping some videos, interviews, guest podcast speaking, okay. and of course new blog content. So I got breaking generation curses coming up. Ooh, I, I love have, that. Um thank you. I have a. Uh, Kind of like I didn't do an interview with Young Miami, but I'm going to be talking, adding a new category to call rap talk. As you know, I'm a fake rapper in the past. Lucci in the building. (laughs) I love music and I just want to talk about Young Miami being everything we said that she wasn't going to be in regards to her and um, JT. So a lot of crazy new things coming, maybe even a YouTube launch. So guys, you should definitely stick around for that. You are amazing, Dolce. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to tune in every Thursday, every other Thursday. Actually, 
we're actually going on Susan season two. So tune in for the, wow. um, yes, I'm so excited. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> tune in for the updates on that. You can always follow me at the 30 girl on Facebook and Instagram all across the board on wherever you listen to podcasts. We're everywhere now. Thanks to you guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. Dolce. <laughs> Thank you. If you would like to be a guest on the 30 girl podcast, visit the website at www.30girl.org and click on the 30 girl podcast tab. Fill out the small questionnaire there and then we can get something scheduled. I'd love to have you on.